This week's episode of Life Planning 101 originally aired in May 2017. Please enjoy. Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. And a very beautiful, bright, good Monday morning to you all. Thanks for tuning in to Life Planning 101 right here on KATX and KWBY. We've got our Ms. Regular, Angela, in with us, Angela Robinson. Good morning, Ms. Blatney. How Thank are you Thank you for being on the show with us this morning. Thanks for having me. Yes. Well, we've got an awesome show lined up. Uh, we have a privilege. We have um, our very own chartered financial analyst, uh, Aaron Kennedy, that's in uh, the house with us right now, and he's going to be on the show the whole time because we are going to be talking about people's retirement portfolios. Now, don't jump ship if you're not retired, okay? Because <laughs> you need to hear this no matter how young you are because it is important. Um, it's talking about your retirement portfolio being built to last and a risk that really hardly anyone talks of, yet it could be a very rude wake-up call in your early years of retirement if you don't know about it ahead of time. So this is a very interesting topic. Aaron, thank you for being on the show with us this morning. We thank greatly you. appreciate it. It's great it. to be here. Yes. And so let me just give you a little synopsis here. Let's just say two retirees, both average 6.6% return over 30 years of retirement and take the same income out of their portfolios for retirement Shouldn't they both end up with the same amount of money? Huh. <laughs> I heard same a lot, so I would think yes, but I'm sure the answer is probably not. It's a trick question. <laughs> I, figure I figure it is. Yeah, not, not at all. Yeah. Um, yes, and isn't that very surprising? You would think if you had the same return, uh, the same income out of the portfolio in the same amount of years, you would have the same thing. Well, the truth of the matter is, and there's actually a piece on this, you can get on our uh, website uh, with the article this week, kennedy-financial.com. It's also going to be uh, archived on the radio's websites at kwbyradio.com, ktxradio.com. Um, and you can find this resource, and if you're a visual, actually look at this piece because it's it's very powerful. But this scenario, if you took two retirees, there's actually a way that one of them could be well out of money before the end of their 30 years of retirement, while the other one ends up with more money than they started with. How is that possible? All to do with the sequence of returns. You know, it's pretty incredible when you're looking at money. Very few people out there just start with their portfolio at their ending value. You know, nobody comes in, retires, and says, here's my million dollars, let's go. No, you know, you usually start early you should be starting in your 20s maybe $20 a paycheck and then by the time you're you're a retiree you're a larger portion of your your portfolio or your money's going into your portfolio so what's the difference in in making a 10% return on 20 bucks versus making a 10% return on a million dollars dollar wise it's a lot mm-hmm, yeah now it adds up flip it around what about a 50% loss on $20 what about a 50% loss on a million dollars yeah now, you know, now when you're also looking at that, what happens when you start pulling money out? 
Yeah, I always think about, you know, people forget, and we always show this example when we're, we're talking to clients that, you know, if you have a, a down market, and let's say you're withdrawing on that million dollar portfolio, let's say you're withdrawing 40000 a year. And if you were invested, you know, straight up market, like back in 08, you could have gone down 50%. So if that million dollars went down to $500,000 and you're still withdrawing that $40,000 a year, ouch, right? Um, But what people don't realize is you still own the same amount of shares. But if you're going to sell those shares to make that $40,000, how many more shares do you have to sell if your portfolio is down 50%? A lot more. Twice as many. Yeah, twice as many. Okay, so do you have them to be able to recover with? And that's exactly what we're talking about on the show today. You don't want to miss it. We're going to give you some little trinkets and pieces of advice that could be critical to making sure that your portfolio is built to last for retirement. Okay, we'll keep it tuned here to KATX and KWBY. We shall return after a quick word from our sponsors right here on Life Planning 101. And welcome back in to Life Planning 101 every Monday morning like clockwork. We look forward to it here on KETX and KWBY. Yes, and we're, this morning we're talking about money. <laughs> I could talk about money all day. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, and we're talking about those markets, you know, those um, market volatility, the thing that everybody loves to hear about and loves to think about with their portfolio when they open their statement every month, right? But the truth of the matter is, is most people are, you know, when they get ready to retire, they enter retirement fast and furiously. They just take a dive off in retirement. They spend very little time planning. In fact, there's an old joke that people spend more time planning for their vacations than they do with their retirement. It's very true. This is very true. And so, um, unfortunately, when you do that, you this this big entrance into retirement gets this wide open exposure to the risk that we're talking about today. So, Aaron, if you could just um, elaborate on this a little bit about uh, the sequence of returns risk and how damaging this can actually be to a retiree. If we look back in history, the market has averaged 10%. You know, everybody's heard that over there all the time. But do you know how many times the market has made 10%? No, I don't. Once. One time. And it was like 10.01. It didn't, it didn't even hit it. But didn't even smash it, really. <laughs> you know, when we're talking about average returns, it is all over the board. You know, anywhere from 30% down to 40% up. And then, and then we're taking an average of that. So the most detrimental part is the downside, especially when we're retiring, because we are using money and we're hoping to make enough money to replenish that. So if we have a down year, your portfolio drops, then you pull money out of it. So your portfolio drops a little bit more and it just it takes time to make that up. Then we start working into the, the psychological part of it is once you've lost that money, you get scared. You pull your money out and you never make that money back. So, you know, it's really important to pay uh, to pay attention and plan for the upsides and the downsides because you have to get both of them to uh, to average out what you need to. And if you're not planning for those sequence of bad returns because they're there, you know, that's one of the things that we can guarantee is that there will be a sequence of bad returns and it's going to devastate your portfolio. Yeah, and you know what we always hear people say, and I guess this has been so rule of thumb for so many years, that the older you get, the more conservative you should be. But in reality, can't um, a stock and bond portfolio have a sequence of bad returns just the same? 
Absolutely. Interest rate risk is real. Default risk is real. You know, we've been spoiled because since the 80s, we've had a, a, the largest bull market in bonds forever. But you got to remember back in uh, back in the 80s, you know, we were seeing double-digit inflation returns. You know, so if you had a 10% bond and uh, we had 12% inflation, guess what? You just lost 2%. And then they raised inflation or interest rates to 18 Whoa, you just lost 50% of your money on your bonds, your safe stuff, mm-hmm. you know? And yes, you could have held on to them for another 30 years to make all that back up, you know, but realistically, who's going to do that? That's right. Yeah. There's, there's not, there's not a safe place to be in the market. There's no guarantees out there from everything. Yeah. So it really doesn't matter the more conservative that you get with a portfolio. You know, people think this light switch on of, I've been contributing, I've been going going 90 to nothing i just need to turn on this light switch and become conservative and i'll be okay and that doesn't work especially in today's you know we can't get those those high income payments anymore who's going to live off of a two or three percent uh coupon you yeah. know, or a, a cd <laughs> payment who, who can live off of that That's nobody right. so they're the risk because we're we're not only pulling our income <laughs> but we're having to pull principal out of our portfolio every single Every single year. And, and that's when you need that crystal ball to just say, this is how long I'm going to live, right? Right. right. <laughs> that's the best planning exactly we can do. I know exactly how much you can pull out. Hey, my lifeline is until May 13th, you know, 2027. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> right. We've got the plan for you. We got that's it. Easy. Right, yeah. You know, but um, the funny thing is, so here we are talking about how severe market volatility is, whether it's stocks, whether it's bonds, whatever it is. It doesn't, doesn't matter the asset class necessarily. Um, but at the same time, you know, for those of you who are saying, well, why don't I just sit in cash? We talk a lot about going broke safely on this, this show. And um, to be real, when you retire, um, having investments is kind of like oxygen. You, you need it because where else is your, your in gonna, income going to come from, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you're absolutely 100% okay living off of your Social Security check not getting a raise because they may not give you one. Mm-hmm. You have enough life insurance to offset if one ha- something happens to either one of you, and you got a boatload of cash set aside in case everything goes broke. And if, if that's the case, then you may be okay, right? But otherwise, yeah. it's kind of like oxygen, wouldn't you say? Yes, yes. We, we all need to grow. You know, if you think about our bodies, we're, we're still growing no matter how, how old we are. You know, we're having our cells replenished. And it's just, it's a continuous part of life. You, you know, might be growing out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Quit making fun of me. <laughs> but, you know, um, we are constantly growing, and our portfolio needs to be the same. We can't just lock it up and and leave it, because it does slow, slowly die, and, and that's the wonderful wonderful risk of inflation. It's yes. not worth as much tomorrow as it is today. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we, um, we've been doing a lot of planning, and, and, and you know this. If you're a retiree, if you're taking Social Security, you actually know this if you think about it. So the government told you there was no inflation last year. You didn't get a pay raise on your Social Security check if uh, you're taking Social Security. But didn't they increase your Medicare costs? So they, in one hand, they told you there was no inflation. But the other hand, they increased your cost. And it's happening all over. Um, you know, if you had, um, say, $100,000 sitting in cash last year 
and we think inflation's anywhere from three to four percent. It's been three percent historically for the last thirty years. You know, you look beyond that, it's more like a four percent number. Who knows what we're not in the eighties where were inflation rates then, right? I headed did, right did back. Did Congress there. get an inflationary raise? Oh yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the difference. One thing they're they're classif or measuring something for a liability that they own versus you know, an asset that they can have. Mm-hmm. And they, they have to look at them very, very different. Yeah. You know, so security is a very large expense for them. So it's a liability, right? Yeah, it's a huge yeah. liability. You're case. a liability to the government. Right. So, so, yeah. So offsetting that's important. So if you got 100000 in cash, and let's say that that inflation rate on a conservative basis was 3% last year, really, you just lost $3,000. Mm. Think about that. But do we see it? No, you no. don't see it till you go to spend it. Yeah, and then and you it's don't not have there. It. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So when we come back, we're going to talk about since we know it's like oxygen, we need these investments. Uh, we know the risk is there, a sequence re- of returns. We're going to um, talk about some possible things that you can be doing through different stages in your life to hedge this risk. Stay tuned to Life Planning One Hundred and One right here on KATX and KWBY. Welcome back into Life Planning 101 right here on KATX and KWBY. Thanks for staying tuned with us as we discuss, is your retirement portfolio built to last? That's right. We've been talking about this nasty little sequence of returns risk that um, we all face, really. Um, there's no one that can hide from it because, you know, if today's the, the best day or the worst day for the next three years in some market, any markets, all markets, how do we know? right? We don't know. No one has that that crystal ball. And so, you know, just imagine if you could set up your retirement plan to never access your investments when the market was down. That'd be a good thing. Absolutely, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Just imagine if you could still take advantage of market volatility and be buying fear, you know, buying things up when um, everybody's running and selling, you know, and and things are really low priced. Um, Just go back and look at 09. Wouldn't you have loved to have had that crystal ball and bought in February or March of 2009 at the bottom of the market Mm -hmm. as much as you can, right? (laughs) But imagine doing that after you retire. That's one thing that people say, well, how do I keep investing? I can't keep investing. I don't have the income, mm-hmm. right? So we have uh, Aaron Kennedy, our very own Chartered Financial Analyst, on the show with us. For those of you who are just joining us, you're joining us just in time to know what kind of the secret sauces are to be able to help hedge these risks in your portfolio. Of course, you know we know that there's no guarantees, and um, that is really the only guarantee out there, right? Um, but uh, the the truth is, is if you just ignore this and you try to run and, and hide in cash, if you just ignore this and try to just get more conservative in your portfolio or just buy and hold, um, you're really exposing yourself in great measures and you have to be doing something. So we're going to talk a little bit about for uh, something for everyone, Mm -hmm. someone that is already retired, Mm -hmm. uh, someone that is retiring in the next five to 10 years. And then those people that are younger, that are actually very wise listening to the show and uh, really the sky's the limit on your planning opportunity. So Aaron, help us out here. If you're already retired and this nasty little risk is at bay, what, what can you do? Is it too late? No, it's, it's not too late. Uh, not at all. Uh, but the thing you have to do is you have to recognize that that risk is there. You know, mo- most of the time you go to somewhere and they set up your retirement account and they're going to throw you in a model, 50-50, 60-40 or whatever. It goes in that way and then it comes out that way. So, you know, if the market drops, guess what? You're selling all your stocks at the bottom 
just like you would no matter what. You know, and, and if the market really drops, that's where it's so devastating. We, we take a different approach. We, we look at things and say, okay, let's plan for a, a catastrophic event happening right away because that's the most pertinent time to make a drastic change in your life, in your retirement life. So, so we plan for it. You know, the first year we're going to hold cash. Guess what happens if what happens to your income if the market drops down and you're sitting one year in income and cash? Nothing. You know, we just we just remove that risk. We also set up other buckets that say, okay, if we do have a catastrophic event, we're not going to pull a single dollar out of the stock market for four years. How long does the market usually stay down? Four, six years, but we're not having to touch it, you know? Yeah. We kept you you safe, and we're using inflation-based assets, something that is going to beat the rate of inflation. That's our goal. You know, we want a real return, something greater than inflation, so you're not losing a penny of purchasing power. And we can do that several different ways. You know, there's there's structured CDs out there that, uh, you know, if... If we're wrong and we have great markets, uh, you know, you get you get good market returns. You know, if we have bad markets, you get all your money back. You know, so we're still able to participate. But the biggest thing is, is we're planning to make sure that you don't have to take that loss right at the beginning, because that's when it hurts the most. Right. That's yeah. when you become that investor that doesn't even make it that thirty years with the same average return of that's exactly someone right. that does and has more money when they die than when they retire. Yeah, that's right. And then we set up the rest of it for uh, to to make up for those those years that we've we've set aside for safety. You know, and those are more equity like returned assets, you know. We're going to make it up. You know, we're going to we're going to replenish all those buckets. We're going to replenish year 1 of retirement bucket and year 2 through 5. You know, and we're going to grow that back, but we don't have to take the hickey when the market drops. Right. That's that's our biggest thing. Right. You know, when we're talking to people in in a consult one-on-one, one of the things that we say is we look at risk in an entirely different <laughs> manner. We look at it on a needs base. Um, in other words, you know, we're looking at your family goals over the next three to five years. We're looking at your long-term portfolio and your time horizon and everything you want to accomplish. And from there, that's where we really say, okay, this is the risk you need to take to be able to make this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so many people come in and govern what that risk is they think they need to take. And really, they have no idea. And they end up hurting themselves because an 09 rolls around, they have pulled money out of their portfolio, and then they lessen their risk in the meantime. And they can't make up those losses. They can't replenish those buckets, even if they have it set up that way. Um, you know, so many people ask, well, why, why do you use a money manager? Why can't I just go invest in indexes? This is the reason right, why right here. Until today, have you really ever thought about this risk? on your portfolio and how to hedge against it and what you're going to do. And even if you have thought about it, are you actively taking measures to be able to guard against it? And do you know what to do to actively take measures to guard against it, right? Um, it's powerful. So, okay, we've kind of talked about those those people are in, in retirement. The people that are five to 10 years out, you know, they've got their money in their 401k, um, their business, those things out. Uh, what would you say for them is their best piece of advice they could have? Oh, we've talked about this a lot. Uh, you know, the market's going to go up and the market's going to go down. If you have a little bit of time, you've got to get your, your risk right so you can, you can ride that wave. You do not want to 
jeopardize your portfolio because you did not know a different sequence of uh, returns were coming that you expected. You know, so that's where you get your risk right, where you don't get out at the bottom. You don't you don't double down at the top. You know, <laughs> you get your risk right that way. You can get that average. You know, we want the average. We don't want to make our average two point two percent because. We made Emotions. a bad human decision. That's right. That's human right. decisions are bad. Yes, that's <laughs> and right. Investing, and that's investing. Right. investing. So, <laughs> you know, and, and in reality, um, the younger you are, the better you are. The more time you have to plan. And, and the truth is, is if you're in your 40s, woohoo, okay? You've got the sky is the limit for you. Um, I actually had a, a wholesaler in the office last week that was showing me um, a really cool strategy on using life insurance where you didn't have to touch your portfolio. In the years that the market was down, you could use your life insurance mm-hmm. to be able to provide your income in another two years. And by the way, it could be provided tax-free. Interesting. Yeah, huh? very interesting. Especially if you already have a need for life insurance, which if you're in your 40s, probably you do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, so there's a lot of things that you can do the younger you are. It's never too early to start planning. But the truth is, is most of us in our 40s, we procrastinate. We say, yeah, I got plenty of time. And then it becomes too late. Mm-hmm. We, we can't do those things that we once did. Doesn't mean that it's too late to do nothing, but the best of the planning has passed us, right? So um, we, we do appreciate everyone joining the show today. Aaron, thank you so much for coming on and uh, speaking to our listeners. I know uh, you know, this is right up your alley of, of managing portfolios and making sure that people's emotions are in check. You are always talking about behavioral finance, which is yes. the things we do to our own money. And <laughs> yes, the bad things we do to our own money. Um, and this is this is something, again, you know, like every week we say, you don't know what you don't know. Now you know. So do something about it. Don't leave here today without a plan of action. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services. Aaron Kennedy of Kennedy Financial Services. Thank you. Thank you and have a great week and God bless. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoeandassociates.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC, investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC, Kennedy Financial Services, and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.